Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Interrogang Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Dick. As summer continues on, we are going to put out a few rewind episodes where we share some of our favorite discussions from the past two and a half years. So if you missed it the first time or are new to the show, here is a taste of some of the best episodes from yesteryear. Uh, For my rewind episode this time, I'm going with our talk from season one, episode 12, titled I Have Either Solved Chaos or Brought Chaos, uh, when we decided whether or not to snap our fingers and get rid of 50% of all the fonts out there, a la Thanos from the Marvel movies. And this is, this is my favorite kind of discussion we have on this podcast. It's hypothetical, but a fun thought experiment that really gets to the heart of the role of type design in our culture and our lives and engages with fonts and just the whole design concept in new, weird ways. And I like it. So I hope you'll enjoy it and that it doesn't cause a blip. Kyle, I'm going to give you some power. All right. Here's the deal. I have the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm giving it to you to put on your hand and Thanos-style snap your fingers. Okay. If you snap your fingers, 50% of all fonts disappear. Randomly selected 50% disappear. Do you do it? Do you snap your fingers a la Thanos. (laughs) What power you have given me here, Josh. Well, it's been a tough road getting all the Infinity Stones. (laughs) Let me tell you, that's. we'll talk about it later, but I'm quite tired. Yes. Uh, Well, I've been thinking about this question. This really drives at, are there too many fonts out there in the world? So I would say if I had the opportunity to just thin the crowd... I don't think I would do it. I would say no. You wouldn't. I'm not snapping. I knew you'd yeah. say no. <laughs> I knew that about you. And it's I'm just barely on that side though. Like I really want to. My fingers are like really close together, but Yeah, that that part surprises me. I would have thought this was an obvious answer for you yeah, so to I, just say no. It it's it's a pained answer, let me tell you. <laughs> You're a very all-inclusive. Let's all hold hands oh, kind of guy. So Yeah. Well. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> But in this case, yeah, I, I don't think I would get rid of half the fonts because there are so many there's so many benefits to having such a wide, diverse palette of historical reference to to draw from. There's every single typeface, even one of you know one million, is influential in its own way towards the stylistic evolution of of type and. Uh, to say, oh, I'm just going to get rid of half of my history, mm-hmm. uh, that would be a bummer, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the other, I mean, the big question for me, I guess it's kind of an aside, is would you remember that those fonts ever existed? Or in snapping your fingers, do you wipe the memory of those fonts as well? Okay, I'm going to go with okay. MCU <laughs> rules and say you do remember. Cool. They are just gone. Yeah, so I think I think it would be nice to have the memories of them, but I don't remember every typeface has ever been made. So you don't. Um, I'd like having the the reference and the history. Do you know how many people go out there and collect history uh, type specimens and 
um, you know, photo lettering sheets. Like they would have those people would have a rough day. Oh boy, he'd upset plenty of people. Um, but I think it, there's some value in in not deleting. Okay, well, uh, I guess then I am inevitable. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yikes. I'm going to snap my fingers and. Now this is easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. I have no skin in the game. I never created a font. There's no, there's <laughs> none of my work that's going away. Uh, but I guess, I guess I agree. I, <laughs> I guess I agree with Thanos, which uh, it's the company you keep. I, yeah, I that's guess that's great. not a good luck. <laughs> good for you. Um, <laughs> I, but, but I wonder. I just wonder. I wonder. Okay. I don't know. I just wonder if this isn't an interesting, equitable way to mm-hmm. like truly learn what works and what doesn't and and to go from there mm. especially if it's random if it is completely random you're going to keep some good you're going to keep some bad and it just opens the field a little bit gives everybody a little room a little and, breathing space and it might bring something from that had been lost back to the forefront and you'll realize what that that was a, a real treasure uh and it and it might reinvigorate what comes next, as opposed to your argument of, you know, everything builds off itself, so you don't want to lose that momentum. I wonder yeah. if you you open new doors by, uh, uh, to put it crassly, to trim the fat, to just push everything aside and just focus on a smaller set. Sure. Now, that's not to say, I think, necessarily the 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 less is better or we're we're totally inundated now. Yeah. I just wonder if this wouldn't be a fun experiment. So let me ask you then, let's let's enter into a world where I have snapped my finger. Okay. And I have brought I have I have either solved chaos or brought chaos. We're not sure. Okay. What do you think this world looks like? Do you think the type world can benefit? Do you think it is totally decimated? What do you think that world looks like if all of a sudden half the fonts were gone you couldn't access them you couldn't use them whether they're physical or digital mm-hmm. um, 50 percent across the board I, worldwide I, I, first of all what the 50 percent that you're left with is still a pretty big number there are a lot of fonts out there so it's not like all of a sudden fonts would be rare right you're still able to use fonts in this alternate universe. You're still able to kind of communicate the way you would uh, you would normally. Um, I actually don't think it would have as big of an impact as uh, people might think. I mean, I, you'd, if you can't use Helvetica, you can use the Helvetica lookalike that's still there, right? Well, and also, I just thought of this. You brought up Helvetica. Like, what if that means that every subway sign just goes blank <laughs> on the finger snap? I mean... You'd have some problems to fix, so sure. <laughs> at least over, if, in the immediate future, you've got a big problem. Yeah. If, like, all the highway signs are just gone, you know, you... Sure. You gotta... Yeah, there'd be some triage there at the beginning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> A lot okay. of handwritten notes, no no fonts. So in that case, I assume I have brought chaos. But yes, I think, and then also, if you just think about for people whom typography goes as far as Microsoft Word, mm-hmm. if all of a sudden your precious Arial and Calibri are gone and you're left with Wingdings, 
you're going to notice and you're not going to be mm-hmm. sure what to go where to go next. Yeah. So I think I in, to play devil's advocate here to my own opinion, I think there are some benefits to Aha, this I am changing minds. World. Changing hearts and <laughs> Again, minds. Playing devil's advocate. I, I, not jumping no, aside. I hear what I want to hear. <laughs> Uh, there are, I think, a couple of benefits that could be in this alternative universe now. One is a stylistic direction for type designers to go in. You mentioned it before, but when you don't uh, have something, you finally know what you're missing. Or you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Mm-hmm. And so I think... That's deep. You've all of a sudden found, if you all of a sudden found yourself reaching for something that's not there anymore... That would be a good indicator to you as a type designer to create, you know, which direction you should start operating creatively again. And if you reach for something that's not there as a user of type, you'd know a little bit more about yourself of like, why did I used to reach for that? And maybe it's a chance to reconsider some of those ingrained habits that you had. See, and change I think I'm I think I'm doubling down on my opinion here. I think you I think you have convinced me. <laughs> more towards my side that is sure that i think that there's it's it's just a matter of courage to to do this snap now (laughs) just wait (laughs) let's just see what happens man (laughs) so maybe i'll give you another reason why i wouldn't type uh snap okay please please i think that there i mean i i've mentioned already that the historical uh reference aspect of it is pretty great but in the long run You'd still have a lot of that uh, history in in place, but if you were to uh, just continue on the way we are going and build and continue, mm, I'm going to edit this out because I am not speaking Amazing. very eloquently Amazing. at all. I think I I think we have solidified <laughs> the right answer now. Okay, you can't even come up with a reason why you wouldn't snap your damn fingers. Uh, there's the historical side. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess is that's there? it. Is that <laughs> my only reason? <laughs> so it is just okay, well let's this this is good. I'm this just good. attached, I guess. I, I wouldn't want to just I don't want to lose my stuff. I don't want to get rid Kyle, of the, the past. I'm nostalgic. Kyle, if, you, if you love something, you've gotta let it go. You've gotta let it fifty percent of it randomly go. That's we all know this. Okay, if I was going to, I'm not going to snap my fingers because there's an economic repercussion oh, to consider. Okay, this is a probably Go a little bit on. more of a money issue. But if you all of a sudden got rid of half of the viable marketable fonts, the the industry would likely tank pretty quick and type designers would fall out of the game because they can't support themselves and then all of a sudden all that falls apart but the market probably will recover and uh, so every every foundry would basically lose half of their income okay now we're talking now we're talking about the real ramifications because if we're talking 50 percent randomly assigned that does mean there's probably someone out there who would lose like the entirety of what they've created yeah, if you and only so have one typeface in your we catalog, would have, it's a total crapshoot. <laughs> there would be, we would have to take into account acceptable losses yeah. that you would start people back at zero. But again, 
isn't that a rebirth? Isn't that a, a fresh start? Says my god Thanos. I don't know. Yes, it is, but also that's painful to bring on to people. So I, I wouldn't want to. I, I agree. I can't <laughs> I can't even I can't even play that far uh of a devil's advocate. Yeah, there's a reason Thanos is a bad guy. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I shouldn't truly look to him for guidance. <laughs> yes. But I I actually do think there is um you know some real merit in considering snapping your fingers and saying half of you know we've thinned the field where do we go from here I'm, i do think the, i can get the ac- the academic uh exercise that this is because obviously <laughs> spoiler alert i don't have an infinity gauntlet for you it was all Aww. a ruse the academic exercise that this is to me also bleeds into a conversation of quantity versus quality yes not necessarily about um if there if there is too much or if we should get rid of but is there value to keeping quantity being the goal do we want to just put out put out put out new stuff in hopes that there's a diamond in the rough in there right or is it more valuable as a designer to put out two or three things that you know are quality right do you have a do you have a side on that I think argument? historically I've always been on the release fewer but better typefaces. Mm-hmm. Um, that has both helped and hindered my progress as a type designer commercially. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many foundries out there that have the opposite, where they're just like, let's just go for it. Let's build uh, you know, the biggest catalog possible and um, you know, just start, just iterate, just get stuff out there. And I like that approach as well. I kind of wish I had a little bit more of that, of that in me. One could argue you do that to learn from your mistakes. One could argue you can't get to quality without first doing the quantity route. Mm. Um, yes, the, uh, but the question from there is, do you actually publish all of the quantity fair that enough. you went through before you got to quality? And I think some could argue that, yes, you do, you, that it requires that feedback, that it requires the economic and and verbal feedback of what it is that works and doesn't. Because otherwise, you yeah. can just sit at it. You can sit and stare at it yourself and just convince yourself that it works or doesn't. Right. You need that, that external feedback. But that's just me. Yeah. Well, it seems the current path we're on, seeing that we don't have an infinity stone-lined glove or whatever gauntlet infinity get infinity gauntlet Gauntlets. let's let's get this right <laughs> i've only said it seven times seeing that we don't have one of those we are kind of on this quantity over quality uh track right now there's so many right. type designers there's new ones every day which is a good thing there are more voices but that also leads to higher quantity um and i think it should be the goal of every type designer to start looking at their output and say, am I balancing quantity versus quality in the, in the right. way that I want? Right. Yeah. And we may never see the day when 50% just puff into dust. Unless there's but... a gigantic Dropbox outage at some point in the future and right. it gets really That's a cataclysmic true. eventually. <laughs> One well-placed yeah. hack and we could be... We could be in trouble. If that happens, we did not plant this seed. Yep. You didn't. You didn't hear from us. You've never heard of the Interrogating Podcast. That's right. Uh, Josh and Kyle are saints. You don't know us. Uh, they've never done anything wrong except 
for golfing in the wrong place that one time. That one time. Golf. That's it for this week's Gang. We'll be back with a couple more rewinds over the next few weeks, so keep tuning in. And if you are able, please consider becoming a supporter of the show for as little as $3 a month by clicking the link in the episode notes. And if that's not in your budget, we totally understand. But then if you would take a moment to rate, review, subscribe, or tell your friends about the show. We always appreciate the love. As always, thanks for being a part of the entire gang. We will see you next time. And that's how you do that. <laughs>